Welcome to the Covering Ground Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Wheeler. All my friends call me Wheels, so you can too. And I'm so excited to share this with you. This podcast explores the psychology of action versus inaction, why some people can set goals and achieve them while others can't, and how to start even if you don't know where to begin. You'll be hearing from people at all stages of their journeys, from entrepreneurs just starting out to artists who've achieved unparalleled success. I'll be sharing ideas on how to manage resistance, procrastination, environment, and energy to help you take the steps necessary to get to where you want to be. I'll also be sharing my own journey and the messy behind-the-scenes process you don't always get to see. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get started and cover some ground. Welcome to The Tread, where I share ideas to help you gain traction in your goals and in your life. And today's tread has made all the difference in the world for me. I first considered this when I started working with my coach and mentor, Jill Coleman, and it was one of the first things she had us do, and it was unfollow 10. And I don't know why I didn't think about this before, but it really changed my productivity. It changed the way I thought about myself. It changed my mood. It changed what I consume and what I'm allowing into my mental space every day. And her suggestion was this. When you go into your feed, either on Facebook or on Instagram or now TikTok, if there are people that you compare yourself to, if there are people's pages you spend a ton of time on, if they can suck you in, if you have friends where you have a visceral reaction when you see some of their posts, maybe you're great friends in real life, but for some reason their posts annoy you, unfollow them. Nowadays, it's a little bit easier because there's the mute button on things, so you don't have to completely unfollow them. You can mute their posts, mute their stories, so it's not popping up in your feed. Because what you engage with and what you spend time on, even if it's stuff you're not into, the algorithm will put more of those things into your feed and you will consume them, and that's shaping what you think, your emotions, how you feel about yourself. So if you're not strategic about what's coming through on your feeds, you are prey to whatever's being thrown at you. And your digital environment does shape your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and your overall well-being. I'll give you an example. When I went through this process with Jill, we started with the 10 accounts that I spent the most time consuming. And so at that point, this was maybe three or four years ago, it was all fitness people. And there was a lot of comparison there where I saw my peers, I saw people that I looked up to, and I would compare myself to them. So at that time, I was running an online business called Formation Strength, with two of my buddies, Nancy Newell and Lori Lindsay, and we had a super cool group happening. And then I would see somebody else's information, like maybe they didn't have a group, but maybe they had 30,000 followers and I had like a thousand, which doesn't mean anything about the content that I was creating, the group that I was running, the success of what I was doing, but for some reason, their 30,000 followers, I equated to better, more successful, more whatever. And then I felt bad about myself. So most of the people I unfollowed at first were people that I know and respected and looked up to. Now, my reasoning for not wanting to do that at the beginning was because I wanted to learn from these people. I wanted to gain knowledge. I wanted to interact and build online relationships. But what it really came down to was I was consuming their content and not creating my own or their content was influencing my content. So I was thinking about what they were doing and not what I wanted to say, what I wanted to do, because I was like, 
this person is doing this. Maybe I should do that. Or this person is doing this thing. Maybe I should do that thing instead. Instead of thinking, what do I want to do? What do I want to say? So I was really influenced by that. And then I realized it was actually better for my creation process to not be so involved and intrigued by their creation process because everybody's different. People are saying different things. So unfollowing some of the people that I looked up to and compared myself to and spent so much time on, I unfollowed. And I have so many friends even still that I very much respect and look up to and they're creating programs or they're doing fitness things or whatever they're doing. And as much as I love them as humans, I don't follow their stuff because I never want to go down the comparison trap of somebody whose work that I love and also want to support. I think if you start to compare yourself to somebody, it's easy to have that divide of me versus them instead of there's room for everybody. We can love and support one another. And that's my problem that I see your stuff and compare myself to you and then feel bad about myself. So unfollowing people that I compared myself to helped immensely. It helped me get into my own brain and start to talk about things that I wanted to talk about. So if you have people that you compare yourself to, mute that shit, unfollow them, get them out of your feed because you're not as quick to have that self-doubt. Like them in real life, support them in real life, but get them out of your feed every single day. The next group of people are friends who, for whatever reason, you think are annoying online. I have unfollowed so many of my friends who I desperately, deeply love in real life because for whatever reason, I don't need to know that in 283 days, you're going to marry your best friend. And then in 282 days, you're going to marry your best friend. For whatever reason for me, that is annoying. Now, don't stop doing that because I'm annoyed. That's my own problem. You can post every single day how much you love your partner. And if that makes you feel good, do it. If I don't want to see it, it is my responsibility to not see it. I don't want to be annoyed with people who've done nothing wrong because that's my own shit. It is my responsibility to unfollow because I don't want to just be annoyed every day. And that goes the same for people following me forever and ever. I've barely used social media. I have an Instagram. I have a Facebook, but I haven't really used it for anything other than like, you know, once every eight months posting a picture and just mindlessly scrolling And right now I'm using it more as a teaching platform to put out information, to put out hopefully valuable content and give people things to think about. And if people are like, that's not for me, that's annoying, unfollow. My content and what I'm putting out isn't gonna be for everyone. So if it's annoying, don't feel annoyed, just mute it, get it out of your feed because it's not worth it just because you're friends with somebody to follow them on social media. And I get that we want to connect and we want to see what's happening in people's lives. But if you really want to connect with them, schedule time with them. Do a FaceTime together. Plan to meet up. Go get coffee. Ask them questions in person. If one of your friends is annoying you, get them out of there. And the last one is curating where you're getting your information from. So if you have a ton of stuff in your feed that is either news-based, current events, whatever's happening, if things are making you upset and sucking your time, get them out of your feed. That doesn't mean that you're not informed or educated about current topics. It just means you can take the time to go to credible news source platforms to get that information or wherever you get your information from. It doesn't have to fire you up as you're mindlessly scrolling. So as I've done this over the last three or four years, I've muted or unfollowed thousands of people. 
not just a few, not just 10. And I say unfollow 10 because 10 was the gateway drug. And as I started to feel better, as I was mindlessly scrolling, it was like a light bulb went off. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can curate what I am consuming. I can curate my digital environment to help me feel a certain way. And honestly, now most of my feed is dogs and animals. If I'm taking a 10 minute sit down scroll through Instagram, I want to feel uplifted. I want to feel like I could be in the zone without getting fired up, especially if that's your downtime. If you're using it to decompress or chill out for a second and everything you're seeing is giving you some kind of visceral reaction, then you can either keep it that way and wonder why you're drained after you're on Instagram or you feel worse about yourself or your mood changes or You can curate the social environment that will make you feel better, that will uplift you, that will put the content and thoughts and feelings in your head to shape the direction that you want to go. We live in a digital world, and just like shaping our social environments, remember Jim Rohn, you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. We spend hours and hours a day with our phones in front of our faces. If you don't think that affects your life, you are mistaken, my friend. You get to decide what you consume. And while the algorithm might not always work in your favor, just like positive reinforcement for a kid or for a dog or for your partner, the more you engage with the content you want to see, that positive reinforcement hits the algorithm. More dogs, please. More ducks and goats being best friends. That's what I want to see. The last bit of this is if you are a creator, if you are a business owner, if you put out content, if you're a teacher, my coach Jill taught me, and it's really hard, spend more time creating than you are consuming. I'll say it one more time. Spend more time creating than you are consuming. And your business your art, the value that you're giving to the world will level up pretty quickly. And so your challenge is, one, after you scroll today, take note of how you're feeling. Are you feeling better afterwards or are you feeling worse? Action step number two, unfollow or mute 10 or 20 or 50 or 100. And then the next time you're scrolling, take note of how you feel. Your digital environment shapes your internal environment. I hope this has been helpful. I hope it gives you something to consider. If you take this challenge on and you have some breakthroughs, please let me know. You can email me at wheels at amandawheeler.com or on Instagram at my friends call me wheels or at Covering Ground Podcast. If you have a friend that you think could use this message, please share it with them. If you've been enjoying this content, It would be so meaningful to me if you gave it a five-star rating on iTunes or wrote a little review. That would be so helpful. Remember, what you consume is what you think, what you act, and what you become. You get to make a choice. Choose wisely, my friends, and cover some ground. Ground.